welcome to Exploring the Marketplace podcast. My co-host is Bob Hassan, and we are creating a conversation with Christian marketplace leaders who have careers that have been impacted by their faith. We are also answering your questions about entrepreneurship, business leadership, careers, and how the kingdom of God changes your impact in the marketplace. Come join the conversation now. Welcome to Exploring the Marketplace. Last week, we got to host Monday Martin, who's a new upcoming musician who's super interesting. Bob, I think he was one of the most fun guests we've had on just because he's unique. And I don't know, something's emerging in him that I think is really cool for up and coming other musicians who are doing especially faith-based genre. We've never had just a faith-based genre musician on before, which is really fun. So tell us about him. Well, let me let me tell you about him. Uh, Monday Martin is uh, is a cutting edge Christian indie rock artist in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, he's a songwriter, a poet, a painter, and an acrobat. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, he his vision is to reshape popular culture by reflecting the identity and message of Jesus through media. It, this he's been at this since he was a child in the eighties. He was doing like national TVs. Do you remember Hungry Hungry Hippos? Oh like, yeah, that commercial. I told him like or Nintendo or McDonald's, and he like he went into post punk rock in the eighties <laughs> and nineties, and now he's uh, kicked off his new music career in Nashville in two thousand twenty one. Uh, he's being played on some of Nashville's biggest rock stations. Mm. He he's uh, recording songs with Nashville-based and legendary producer John Mark Painter, and he just released his debut LP, now available on all streaming platforms. I watched a bunch of his uh, a bunch of his songs on YouTube, and he he's incredible. He's so yeah, interesting, super creative. He's super interesting. And I think for us at this conversation of exploring the marketplace, we have to talk about all types of facets of the marketplace. We've had some musicians on already, but this is our first faith-based musician. And that's a huge genre right now where there's Grammys, there's Dev Awards, there's Love K-Love Awards, but there's a lot of population of Christians listening to mainstream Christian music. So I think it's gonna be fun to talk to them. Yep. Up next, Monday Martin. My new book is called Encounter, a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. And this book is gonna help you to understand the days we're living in right now and have an urgency to meet with Jesus the way that I did through some of these encounters that are gonna form your faith. So you can get this book. So make sure to go to bowlsministries.com encounter a spiritual perspective that will shape your faith for the coming move of God. Well, welcome back to Exploring the Marketplace. Monday, how are you today? Man, I'm so great, guys. I really appreciate this interview opportunity. It's going to be great. I feel I feel the presence of the Lord already. Well, I love your background because, you know, the fact that I ran into you a few times when we were both itinerating. And then yeah. to hear that you've gone from that to having an encounter, which we're going to talk about soon, that pushed you into something that you always loved. And your dad was deeply involved in the music industry. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great for our listeners. I think a lot of people are going through that kind of recreation, asking the big questions. After a pandemic season, it's like, do I want to do what I'm doing? We've had the great job exodus. A lot of people are looking for significance, even more than finance. They're looking for like, what am I called to? What what can I do? And so I love your story because you were just following God and he recreated your story, which is really cool. But tell us about how you got involved with music just to start there. Yeah, my dad in the late 70s was the background singer for Dolly Parton. And (laughs) (laughs) he was in Lake Tahoe, not Lake Tahoe, Salt Lake City, when he got discovered from sending his reels to New York City and Chicago. Um, He had to try out an audition for a national TV commercial TV guide, um, but couldn't find flights out. So he chartered a Learjet. This is his like claim to fame. 
And the broker was like, let's do it. Um, gave him a loan and he got the job and became one of the top wow. 10 jingle singers in New York City and Chicago. And um, so we sang, I mean, it was like a whole musical session commercial singing family in the early 80s. It was fun. Yeah, I heard one of your big claims of fame is Hungry Hungry Hippo commercial, which I- That is know. my claim of fame. <laughs> <laughs> hungry Hungry Hippo, open up and there it goes. <laughs> I mean, I watched it and listened to you as I was growing up, which is good. So you went from that, you guys had a Christian background to some degree, and then uh, yeah. you kind of had a time out, <laughs> a time away. Yeah. What brought you back into the kingdom? Because it was a musical kind of thing that happened, right? Yeah, I felt, you know, I just felt very disenfranchised um, from the church, uh, dysfunctional home, even though they were believers, there was alcoholism and uh, abuse, fighting involved. Um, I, I wanted my own version. I wanted my God. I didn't want my, my parents' God, but that later changed. I found out he's actually the same God. <laughs> um, but that makes sense. Uh, it, what, what was so cool was, you know, I had a punk band in Nashville, Tennessee, and I did, I, I did not want to have anything to do with God. I'd become an atheist. Um, but one of my friends got saved that was a punk rocker and we were both gutter punks living from house to house. Um, and he got saved being held up at knife point one time. And so what happened was I, uh, got invited to a vineyard church and they, they very much valued us. They, they, they invited us to the front row, even though it looked like a nutcase and they invited us to Cornerstone music festival, which was 400 bands, four nights, the Jesus people, uh, putting it on in, in Cornerstone. Many of you listeners may remember Cornerstone. I was in a Supertones mosh pit. <laughs> you guys remember the OC Supertones? Totally. Yep. And I was getting kicked in the face by Christians. It was so fun. Um, amateur moshers. And <laughs> Bob loves moshing, so Bob can relate to the story well. Yeah. yeah. The most violent mosh pit I've ever been in was an amateur moshing pit at a Christian oh punk rock show, but Amazing. we were having fun. I didn't necessarily care uh, that they were Christians. I was just loving their music, ska punk. And, but the lead singer did do this number where he just, I just saw him look away and he, it was like a Holy spirit moment. And he said, guys, we need to stop playing. We need to worship right now. I don't know why. I think he said, this is for someone. And when that happened, um, I no longer felt like disenfranchised. Wow. Uh, because I saw around that crowd, there was kids with tattoos and piercings, mohawks, raising their hands to their creator and singing, our God is an awesome God. And I fought it at first, but I surrendered and I ended up wow. in tears in that mosh pit. It changed my life forever. Oh, this is so wow. cool. So that's an amazing story. How did that from that day forward begin to affect the next season of your life? Well, my band that I was in, we all got saved and we turned all of the cussing lyrics into Christian lyrics. <laughs> and we began to play shows. And it, you know, they ended up going to YWAM, but I ended up, um, it took a long time, but I surrendered to the call of God. I became a missionary. And wow. that's the season I met my wife, Jennifer. We went to, I think, close to about 30 countries, but we wow. lived in Israel for a year uh, reaching Jews with the message of the good news that Yeshua is the Messiah in Israel. So it was really powerful. We lived there for about a year throughout 20 separate trips combined. Wow. Um, so I was an itinerant, you know, speaking minister for a decade 
Um, and obviously I'm segueing probably into some of your, your questions, but you know, most people knew me as a healing minister and traveling, speaking in conferences, churches, and yeah. yeah so when I, I had your on, wife, Jennifer, she was on our Exploring the Prophetic podcast. Yeah. Powerful because she was talking about how in the same meeting that we're about to talk about, I'm going to ask you about the tent meeting that you guys put on and the same yeah. that you had a kind of a deployment spiritually into some new things. She started to move in deliverance like she never has. If yes. That's the best way to call it, but also the prophetic. And she's always moving some level of the supernatural. Something happened with the meeting. At the same time, your wife gets this incredible encounter to go into further ministry like a, and very specified breakthrough for people. What happened with you? Well, um, we noticed we noticed a shift. And this was this was after I had committed to the Lord to go to the streets for 365 days. And we were carrying the cross through my city. Wow. Um, I was preaching in grocery stores. I had favor with one of the ladies to actually preach on the intercom <laughs> numerous times, <laughs> numerous times at a grocery store, guys, you know, handing Bibles out, praying for people. We had church in grocery stores, Starbucks. That whole thing is in my book, Ecstatic Christianity. But we noticed such a new raw level of love and power, which manifested in so much deliverance. And what what I had been doing was good because I was on the streets with a fishing lure, you know, discipling people and seeing people saved. But I wanted to have a bigger net. Um, I wanted my life to really count. And I felt like I'd been neglecting my musical gifts. So I had this encounter with the Holy Spirit during that season of deliverance and revival. And I said, Lord, is it time for me to do my music? Because I want to reach more people for Jesus. And he said, yes. And he actually spoke to me who to go with in terms of a producer. And I supernaturally met that producer. And it was just it was just awesome. And, and it, it exploded with financial favor to where I didn't need a label to back me up. It was all funded by the heart of God. And yeah, Bob kind of like this part because there's a lot of marketplace miracles in your story where you yeah. went from missionary salary and just kind of local localized meetings for a little while, and then some itinerating to actually jumping full time into music and making mm -hmm. one full album, but also having three more. I don't know if you made more now, but I mean, right. you have like half a million views already on your albums you've just been creating and your videos you've just been creating. So talk about the business side of this. Like you actually had to take on a lot of the marketing of the business yourself because you went independent. Right. Yeah. And marketing actually costs just as much as recording. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, the Lord told me who to go with, you know, and, and the Holy Spirit, he's such a friend. Like he, Jesus made it very clear. He's not going to leave us as orphans. He will come. Yeah. And so when the Holy Spirit is your, it's all, it's almost like he's my key financial advisor He's my, you know what I mean? Like he's my business. I'm his business partner. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. But, you know, and, and I got discovered and um, one of the biggest Christian rock stations in the world is playing me like on rotation now um, yeah. because of their mark, because of this marketing company I went with. And not only that, um, through another friend, I've been introduced to Nashville's biggest rock station where they literally are playing me. And recently heard one of my songs to where the station manager couldn't believe like how good it was and left, you know, his studio to come to the, the actual, you know, station studio to say, what is this? <laughs> and I was like, God, what are you doing? Like, I never dream. Um, one of the biggest stations in Nashville is like wanting more 
you know, and it's just a total God thing. And this, that's a secular, you know, radio station. So, well, Monday, tell us, you, you essentially created a startup. You decided I am in a startup, this company. And what would you tell our listeners with respect to faith, uh, perseverance, determination, what, what you went through and how would you encourage them in, in their reinventing themselves and starting new? Yeah. I just, you're watching right now. And I just want to say like, I know this is cliche, but John Wimber said faith is spelled I R R I S K. But when, when you hear from God, you know, it's, it's not like a risk um, that you don't, you don't expect a reward to come. It's just, you step out and God's going to meet you. Like literally he met me uh, even in the middle of all that, um, yeah. you know, concern about marketing, even concern about recouping, but he'll show you every step. In fact, you know, at first, you know, let's just face it. If you're a musician watching royalties, royalties don't pay much these days. Even Spotify yeah. doesn't pay much. So artists are beginning to get creative on how their fans can actually become a support base. So the Holy Spirit was, you know, he's like, if you want to recoup what you've spent, have people that believe in your vision, have people that believe in your music mission to sow into it. And so, you know, I almost don't want to say how much I've spent, but we've already recouped just a fourth of it more than the first album, just through fundraising. And it's amazing. Like God will lead every step. You just, um, that's yeah. why a relationship with Jesus is so important because out of that relationship, you ask and you receive, and that's the way you bear fruit. And it's just so powerful getting to know the father this way. Well, I think for you, it's a little different than some people, because some people might've, you, you think of a musician, like you do this in your young twenties, not when you have a family, yeah. not when you support a whole unit of people. Mm-hmm. And you actually recreated life, you know, that you're so young, but when you were older, young, not younger, young. And that's mm. a big deal to people because a lot of people who might be listening go, well, that's easy for you, but I have a mortgage to pay and kids to send to school or whatever it is. And you're like, you're in the middle of that too. You have kids and you have a family and you have a ministry and you have everything else you have. And yet you still said yes to God and you're watching some success. I want to ask you this though about that. Sure. Uh, well, about your first song, like the first song that you knew, like there's something on this and yeah. you're working with a producer, like talk about the process of that where you're like, there's this has this has that God stuff on it. Like, talk about that. Are you uh, are you mentioning like probably the biggest hit? I, I would say Silver Lining. Are you talking more about Hello Eighties, the Delorean well, video? Silver Lining was one I was thinking about. I, I yeah, Eighties as well. And um, yeah, for for that, that was a journey of me learning to trust God. Um, but I just saw God's favor on it, and the producer's wife, her name's Fleming, and. Many of you probably remember Fleming and John. They were a pretty big hit in the 90s. They were on MTV, and she was upstairs singing it after we recorded it. And he's like, if she's singing it, it's a good song. And he was like, you need to get behind this song, promote this first. And that's the one that ended up on Nashville's biggest rock station on on the local buzz on Sunday nights. And um, they said that they'd had a record number of requests um, for that song. I, I think we beat all the records um, the text line blew up because we ha- I had I had a lot of ministry followers that were really believing in me and they were calling the station and texting the station, hey, <laughs> play Silver Lining, and they couldn't believe it. <laughs> it was uh, it's totally total God. Thank thank you for all of my friends, partners, you know, family. If you're watching, you guys really have helped me out. That's awesome. I love yeah, that. 
And it is a song, you know, about me recovering from addictions. And, you know, it's a very vulnerable song that I'd be happy to share about. But I'm letting you segue because I want, you know. Yeah, we'd, we'd love to hear. We'd love to hear that story because one thing one of the things we notice is uh, uh yeah people tend to look at the end result where you are now and they don't understand the struggle of what mm. you get there so as comfortable yeah. as you are sharing your your story you know our our listeners would be great, would love to hear wow well you know i just not to get into too long of details but i went through just severe uh you know emotional verbal abuse for an alcoholic some physical but more verbal um, I got left at school hundreds of times um, till night till nighttime because she was too drunk to even drive. And so, you know, I felt a lot of when I came into the faith, I, I was still carrying a lot of baggage and rejection. And the enemy, he has no conscience. Let's just face it. Like yeah. he sees someone down and he wants to take him even further down to the point of suicidal thoughts, which I struggled with. Um, but, you know, through all that, um, the, the, the enemy had an ace up his sleeve and that was to make me not believe in my own salvation. Right. And even as a minister, I struggled with that. I would be giving altar calls, you know, in revivals and seeing lives transformed, but I could not even believe that when I died, God valued me enough to save wow. me. That's and, so and that, that the enemy actually perverted that, you know, around 2010, where I started getting into like, greasy grace and and just pushing the envelope too far because I, I couldn't believe it for myself. And so, and what the Lord had to do was show me, he had to come and tell me, look, Monday, if you died right now, you will go to heaven. Um, and that, that stopped years of severe panic attacks that I was having. I mean, some of you could be watching right now and you have these panic attacks and you don't know why, but there's always a route. And my route was, I just didn't trust. Um, I didn't trust people. I didn't, I couldn't even trust God. Um, but that's what the song silver lining is about. I will trust you, you know, and whatever it takes to get me into heaven, I'm going to trust you till the end, because what you said in your word is true. And so if we walk in the light as he is in the light, the, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So, you know, so, so step good. out of unholy living and step into righteous living because Jesus has got you covered. So when you were writing that, I'm sure it caused you to kind of go back and relive some seasons of some of that pain or some of the vulnerability. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Was it, was it like, okay, this is out there now and people are listening to it it's a blessing because like telling your testimony and now it's there too, or was it more vulnerable because it's an artistic expression? Like, did you feel like, is anyone going to resonate with this or did you know so it just had something on it? Yeah. I, I was concerned that, that even partners of the ministry might see a scene of me holding prescription medication, dealing with addictions in that music video. Uh, and so that for me was like a huge risk. Um, but I've, I've come to open up about it that I was, I wasn't abusing the prescription medication I was actually on for panic attacks, but I took it for eight years yeah. to the fact that I was going through withdrawals when I tried to wean off the medication. Wow. And so it's in that video, it's very raw and it's got strobe lights and I'm down on the ground and I don't know what to do, but Jesus, he, he shined through my life. Mm. And at the worst, I'll tell you guys at the worst moment of my life, it was June 5th, um, 2019. 
I thought, God, I've failed you. My body's got addicted to a medicine, you know, like I've bought the pharmaceutical lie. But he did not judge me, Sean and Bob. He, yeah. he was there with me in my, in my fight and with me in my anger. And, and he helped deliver me. And it was just so awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I, go ahead. I, love, I love how you're willing to share your personal struggle and, and, and getting through that, hitting bottom, if you will, yeah. has brought you into this new season of your life of, 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 this, of this amazing new thing for you and for others yeah. following you. It's awesome. And, you know, the medicine that I took, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little funny bunny trail. Stevie Nicks also um, used it for her panic. You guys know Stevie Nicks. She's playing at Bonnaroo soon. Um, well, anyways, she said that it stifled her creativity. And that's oh, what these oh, benzos do. So, yeah, Sean, when I, when I stopped taking it, <laughs> it's almost like I had delayed a delayed creative reaction. <laughs> I mean, all of this stuff started coming out. I painted like 30 paintings. Wow. And when God asked me to do music, there was I was being visited by the Holy Spirit at night and in dreams. And God was giving me melodies. He was co-writing, he was, he was co-writing songs with me in my sleep. And that that's my new single that just came out called Routine is a song God wrote. He helped me write. Um, and I wrote 35 songs and we recorded four albums of material. I put out a book finally. I put out a poetry book after that. Oh my gosh. It was like a, a renaissance. Explosion of creativity. And I think of like, yeah. even this, I have a new opportunity that's coming up, which is the Bonnaroo uh, Music Festival. Yeah. There's like 30,000 people there. And you're about to jump on that stage after COVID, but be, like a lot of musicians, <laughs> 30,000, not a lot, but some musicians have been in front of 30,000 doing their music. This is new for you in this context. Yeah. Tell us about that. Like, like how, do you, how do you prepare for something like that? Yeah, I think, you know, public ministry, probably really God used that to prepare me for music wow. ministry. And, you know, I, I think it's going to be so neat. Like the guys that are putting this event on, they have evangelists coming from all over America and they wow. own a stage. They own land where they, they put a stage up. And it's minutes from the center stage. And so when I play in front of these like 30,000 campers, they, they draw crowds of hundreds and hundreds of people. And so not only do I have the chance to play secular songs and play faith-based songs, but I'm going to have a chance to share uh, my story of addiction with yeah. those people. And listen, they're, they're, everybody and their mother and their grandmother is going to be high at Bonnaroo. <laughs> and I hope to come in there with compassion and say, guys, I know a better way, you know, and if you want prayer, you know, you can experience him. I've, I've actually prayed for people that I've discerned on drugs many times on the streets. And when the Holy Spirit fills them, for example, a guy I prayed with that had, that had a, a heroin addiction, he said, I, that felt better than heroin, man. <laughs> you know, and doesn't the Holy Spirit feel that way, guys? It's just... <laughs> We don't know how to put it into words. Some people say drunk, but I think it's it's even better than that. <laughs> <It's so good. laughs> yeah. Well, thank you so much for telling us just yeah. all about this and sharing your story. And also, now thank we know you guys. Honorary, this event that's coming is going to be exciting. But tell us how people can listen to music. What's the best way to connect to you online? Come on. Well, if you, I really want to promote the new single "Until He Sings." You know, and I don't know if you guys can throw that 
YouTube video in the description, or I can just tell people, you yeah. know, you can watch it simply by going to my website, mondaymartin.com. So it's and not Monday, Monday like the day. Yeah. yeah, you got it. M-U-N-D-A-Y, Martin. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, mondaymartin.com. And, and my YouTube channel, that's, that's, that's where I love uh, to send people because I believe that many people that watch them are getting downloads of, of creative renaissance in their own lives. Mm. And so the music videos are filled with humor, my comedic side, and, and people love them. I've, I've had people start um, music careers just because the Lord's inspired them through what I've done. So it's that's exciting. So cool. So cool. Yeah. Well, Monday, thanks so much. We we just Come on. loved listening to you. And up next, final thoughts with Sean and Bob. Awesome. Everything we're doing with our podcast is made possible by our incredible partners and financial contributors to our ministry. They are helping us to bring the equipment, to upgrade everything we're doing, to have the time and space to do this. It's a free offering we give to you. Maybe you're listening in your shower. Maybe you're listening in your car, your workout. Well, I want to continue to do this. I'm going to continue to have these incredible guests tell their prophetic process of how God's spoken to them so you can get a vision of how God speaks to you and also so that other people all around the world can have this resource at their fingertips from their smart device, their computer, their YouTube, whatever they have that they will have this this incredible resource. So go on the partnership journey with us. As a partner, you're going to receive an email and communication every month from us. We resource you with a partnership page that has literally dozens and dozens of messages that only of our partners have. We also have partnership co- contribution back to you where we actually give resources. You guys get stuff first. Usually at Christmas time, we have a new book come out. You guys get it before everybody else and you get it signed. I love our partnership program. I love being on a journey with our partners because they are some of our they're a team, they're our family. They're the ones who are contributing to make this happen. Come be a partner today. Go to bullsministries.com under giving and membership and you will become a partner. Welcome back for final thoughts with me and Bob. Bob, <laughs> is it cool to see somebody who's going after an industry that they were kind of groomed for growing up, but then they, they left it? I mean, he loved music and then God's using that. And he's, I mean, he's not 20. You know, I love that God's brought him into this and that he's having so much success at this age. It, it's really amazing how creative it, he is. Uh, you, you look at his music videos and, and you recognize that this is a God-given creativity along with yes. the ability to produce music that sounds so interesting and unique. Yeah. I love his song about the 80s. Like even just the video goes through my whole childhood. You know, it's, but he tells the story in these, in these videos and these songs. And I think it's, he just has a gift. And so I'm so glad he was on. And I hope you as the viewers really hear his transition because I feel like there's so many people who are in that transition of remaking our lives and looking at our lives and saying, God, how can I get the most significance out of life? And a lot of people are leaving things that they thought were going to be forever things, but they realize this just doesn't hold the weight to it that I feel like God wants to bring me into. We want to bring Jesus all the glory he deserves. And so our life is so precious. And I love that there's a great transition going on right now. And I just feel it so strongly, even over you, our audience. Yeah, and I thought this this transition that you're talking about is so applicable to where we are as a country yeah. and where we are as human beings. I, I mean, he just, he listened to the Lord, which is, that's what hit me, is that he listened to the Lord and he trusted God's call and he changed. 
And yes. I was just, I was just, uh, you know, looking at the scripture in Zechariah four ten. Sean, don't despise small beginnings, which I yeah. always knew. But the second part of the verse is because the Lord rejoices when we start. Oh, I love that. And I, it just hit me this time, like, wow. You know, and so for all of us out there, it's like, hey, let's just start. Let's, let's yeah. do this thing. Well, some of you, that's a direct word for you. I want to encourage you to get a hold of us at bowlsministries.com. On our online academy, we have things just for you to grow with. In learning how to hear God's voice, Bob has a class on there. Bob's wife, Lauren, has a class on there. And you can subscribe monthly, and you're going to get a brand new class every month, as well as you're going to get all the past content we have to watch at your own pace. And we have an event every month, too. And Bob, I just think you did such a great job in your class. I really hope people grab a hold of this, because it's time to go on an educational but spiritual impartation journey. That's exactly what we provide for you on this academy and on this platform. So visit us there, as well as we have so many resources for you on our website. We have books, we have podcasts. A lot of what we do is free. Then we have some paid resources you can get as well. So I'm gonna encourage you to go there and visit us. Thanks as always for leaving reviews and comments and helping to share this podcast. And those of you who are watching on CBN News, thank you so much for being a part of this journey. And, and even make recommendations for who you'd like to see on the show. We'll join you next time. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for listening to the Exploring the Marketplace podcast, part of the Exploring podcast series. If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider subscribing or even rating and reviewing so that more people can connect to us. Also, we'd love to be part of your spiritual journey. And we have amazing resources at our website, www.bowlsministries.com, B-O-L-Z ministries.com, including other free media, TV shows, books, and even an ongoing mentoring online platform. See you there.